Welcome back to the Rook Cell Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Farouk Bello. And in this podcast episode with Dr. Joe, we're talking about drugs again. However, if you don't know who Dr. Joe is, check out the previous podcast episode, which is called Tap versus Bottled Water, Drugs, Processed Foods, and All Things Toxic with Dr. Joe, the toxicologist. Yes, it's a mouthful, I know. Um, but in this podcast episode today, we are discussing more into the uh, effects of drugs. And when I say the effect of drugs, I mean, as a society, you know, in medicine, in healthcare, do we prescribe too much drugs? Now, if you know this podcast, I've discussed, you know, exercise and drugs and exercise and medicine and different things with, you know, people like Ann Gates, uh, check out the podcast as well. But in this podcast episode, I'm talking about, uh, as a society, are we taking too much drugs? Is drugs being frequently used are people getting medications that they probably don't actually need now we have a very very interesting conversation i have my viewpoint he has his own viewpoints but uh the overall arcing message of the in the podcast episode is uh, my personal opinions you find out very soon is i think you know overall some people are probably on medication they probably don't need to be and uh, it's how much of a problem is it both in you know, UK where I, you know, work and practice. And he actually gives a very American side because he is based in America. So let's, let's, let's leave all that for a side now. And I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. And uh, as always, I present to you, Dr. Joe. Welcome back to the second part of the Workout Podcast with one and only Dr. Joe. We have him back on for more talks. Uh, we're going to have a, another great conversation. The first part was already <laughs> amazing, full of laughs and everything, and some hard-hitting truths, which is what I like on the podcast. You know, sometimes someone has to someone has to be there to tell you the truth, <laughs> and don't have to sugarcoat it unless you're not going to get the message. But in the second part of the podcast, so what I want to start off with um, is drugs. You know a lot about drugs. You work with medication. You work with, you know, the behind the scenes of it. Now, we know that drugs have side effects. There's no um, two ways about that. I mean, I work as a physiotherapist. One of the things that I was trained in is trying to be aware of the side effects of a drug. For example, if someone is taking X, Y, and Z medication, how likely of that is, is how likely is that going to make them, you know, dizzy, for example, or what are the side effects? And one thing I found, you know, working uh, is we give drugs, we give this drug, and then this drug has a side effect. So we give you this drug to counteract that side effects of this drug. Well, what about the side effects of this one? And it's, a, it's an endless battle. And if, before, before we get into it, I just want to know, I'm no anti-drug. You know, I think, you know, medication, if you listen to the last one of my last few podcasts with Anne Gates was, you know, drugs have their place, no doubt about it. You know, people who need, you know, painkiller medication, you know, there are people who actually need the drugs that we're giving them. However, I don't know if there's a question of we give too many drugs or, you know, because there are side effects of drugs. And that's what I want to ask you about now. These side effects on our body, both short term and long term, how can we you know, what do, we, what do we do about them? Because we take a lot of drugs, especially in this new day and age where, you know, medication and healthcare technology keeps pushing the boundaries and we have a new drugs keep coming out every, uh, every so often. Now, these effects on our body are real. What do we do about them? That's absolutely true. Yeah. The effects on your body are real. And uh, in the United States, there's drug advertising 
that is legal in media on TV and on the radio and stuff. And they talk about how wonderful the drug will be to solve the problem that somebody has. Yeah. And you know, they, they invent diseases and then invent drugs to cure them. I mean, when we were both young men, Rook, had you ever heard of the condition called restless leg syndrome? Well, no, it's come on. What is that? It's a condition that the pharmaceutical industry came up with so they could put another drug out for it. You know, it's just, it's, it's, a uh, just, drug companies gone crazy with trying to treat every little thing. And there's a mantra in the drug industry that uh, it's called today's side effects lead to tomorrow's therapies. And one of the poster children from that process is a drug called Propecia that was marketed by Merck. It was a prostate cancer drug for males. And during clinical trials for this particular drug product, these guys started growing hair on the top of their head. So Propecia is now marketed for male pattern baldness. And the fact of the matter is adverse effects, whether they're horribly adverse or just slightly adverse, are all recorded. When somebody writes a prescription, the doctor's offices follow up with these patients and ask them, you know, is the drug working? Is it taking care of your high blood pressure or is it taking care of your heart arrhythmia or whatever? It says, and then, okay, what else, what else happens? Are you dizzy? Are you short of breath? Is your vision cloudy? Is your, you know, you, you grow in hair everywhere. You're not supposed to grow, you know, just whatever it is. And these adverse effects are tracked. And the way a drug is approved, it goes through three phases of clinical trials. Phase one is we're going to give it to a few people to make sure it doesn't outright kill anybody. Phase two is we're going to give it to a few more people to make sure that it goes where it's supposed to go and does what it's supposed to do. And then phase three is we're going to give it to thousands and thousands of people. And then once it goes through all of these phases, it gets approved by the, you know, the FDA, but then it gets uh, the drug drug is launched and you start seeing it in millions of people. Hmm. So that's when trends emerge. Yeah. And that's the tracking of the adverse effects helps the drug companies mitigate liability. You know, because the the uh, the COX-2 inhibitor Celebrex came off the market because it was doing organ damage and it was supposed to be fighting inflammation. The um, a drug called thalidomide was very exquisitely reprotoxic and it was given in the 60s to women as a tranquilizer. So those adverse effects pulled that drug off the market. And uh, another good one is phenylpropanolamine. It's a nasal decongestant. And uh, it took over 25 years of tracking adverse effects to remove that drug from the market. It's removed in America. You can still get phenylpropanolamine in pharmacies in other parts of the world. But the fact of the matter is, if you combine the phenylpropanolamine with uh, caffeine from Coke or coffee or okay. other things, it sets people up for an ischemic stroke. What that means is there's the, the, vessels, the vessels constrict so far that the blood can't flow through them and it cuts off the brain, the, the brain blood supply. And there's debilitating effects or even death from this combination, which is why the FDA recommend removing that drug from the market. So adverse effects are tracked and can lead to other therapies, but every single drug has the desired effect and it has these undesired effects. That's why in all these advertisements, 
you hear that really fast talking at the end <laughs> that nobody American. can understand and it's the lawyer speak but that's where they're talking about all the other stuff and if people were actually going to read the literature that's given to them when they pick up a, a drug product at the walgreens most people wouldn't take those drug products because of everything that could potentially <laughs> happen and the fact of the matter, you you touched on it. You know, somebody starts taking uh, somebody starts taking a drug product for high blood pressure, and it makes them dizzy. So they start taking a drug product to make them not dizzy, but that makes them get something else, and then they have to take a third drug product. Before you know it, people wake up and they're on three, four, five, ten drug products. That's where, and their physician doesn't have time to go over those, because if you think about it, you go into the doctor's office, you fill out a form that says why you're there. The doctor talks to you for anywhere from two minutes to 10 minutes and says, okay, I can solve this problem with this drug, writes it out on the prescription pad, off to the Walgreens you go, you fill your prescription. Now, instead of four, you're on five or five, you're on six. And in two weeks of taking that drug, you figure out what that's doing. And then, hey, doc, now I got this. He writes you another one. Or you go to a different specialist and they write you something. What do you do when you wake up and you find yourself on that many drug products? Well, you go to superiortoxicology.com and you scroll down to the HOPE button. HOPE stands for Health Optimization Prescription Evaluation. There's a button for I'm on five drugs or less or five, six drugs or more. And you fill out that form. It comes right to me. And I will give you directed questions and recommendations of how you can make your doctor prove you need these drug products because most of the time you can eliminate some of these drug products sometimes you can eliminate all of them and there are specific drug products that every single time i see somebody on i give them a strategy to get off of that you know the first ones are the statins statins yeah Lovastatin, Simvastatin, you know, it's just like the tours, it's Lipitor, that's the brand names and stuff. Yeah. But it's the drugs that your physician, instead of telling you, you're getting thick, you're getting fat, start moving it. They say, well, I think you're pre-diabetic and I want to put you on this statin. If your doctor ever says, I want to put you on a statin, your first response should be, wait, doc, give me six weeks. I can do this differently. I can do it with doc diet and exercise because the statins mess up your body at the very least the statins will trash your liver at the very worst the statins will trash your liver and your skeletal muscles and as it starts breaking down your skeletal muscles your kidneys will start trying to filter all that protein out of your system and it'll kill your kidneys too all because You've eaten a whole bag of Doritos instead of just a few, and you're sitting on the couch watching TV instead of walking around the block. Do not let your doctor put you on statins. <laughs> There's so many better ways to get the goal accomplished, but it's going to take effort from you. Okay. You can't be a lazy human, which most of us are, and you got to start with diet and exercise because Pre-diabetes doesn't mean anything except I'm going to write you a few scripts and you're going to start taking these drug products. And guess what? You'll probably still get fat anyway, because if you don't change what you're eating and what you're moving, the result is obvious. So the, that's the statins. The other thing sure. that I see a lot of people, half the world is on Prozac. That's antidepressants. Uh, and as a physical therapist, 
and, and you know the value of exercise and activity. Everybody who is on an antidepressant has a chance to get off of the antidepressant by increasing exercise. Most people will survive or successfully get off of antidepressants by taking this pathway, which is it ties right back into what we were talking about in part one when I was here before about buying a dog. If you don't have a dog, buy a dog, especially if you're on an antidepressant, because there's studies that show a human that's taking care of another sentient being on this rock improves the human's mood. There are clinical benefits to having a dog and physical benefits because the dog's going to want you to get off of the couch and get away from the bag of the Doritos and the TV show and walk it around the block. And that's going to tie into everything else that we talked about in the other show. And it's also going to help you to get off of excess medications and superior toxicology can help get that ball rolling because you'll have the questions to go back to your healthcare provider and say, doc, prove to me that I need these three blood pressure medicines. Doc, prove to me that I need this cholesterol drug medication. Doc, prove to me that I need this antidepressant. You know, the last hope evaluation I did was for a lady. She was on 12 drugs and 17 supplements. (laughs) That's a lot. And in those 12 drugs, there were five areas of duplicate therapy. That means in those 12 drugs, they were treating five different things with more than one drug. That's crazy. That's an extreme case. Every single hope evaluation that I've done for people, every single one, I've found drug interactions that they didn't know about. Drug interactions are what happens when you have one drug on board and you have another drug that comes on board. And they act in a manner that creates a more dangerous risk because of how they play together in the sandbox and the effect of them playing together in the sandbox has a physiologic response on the human body. Every single report I've done has had drug interactions that come into play. That's the other reason that I would say, you know, get online, find superiortoxicology.com, click on that button fill out that form and it's 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 not free it is there's a nominal fee but uh it's worth it because it will help you to take steps to regain control of your personal wellness and i'm working with my web developer to throw up a wellness section which has the practical advice which i've talked about a couple different times but uh if you can take care of the pharmaceuticals and you can get your hydration and you can get your sleep and you can get your food all under control those are massive steps to being back in control of your own wellness and that's the ball game right that's the ball game the two things i actually want to ask you about which you've said has piqued my interest you know i myself you know uh, fully aware that is most people listening, you know, US and UK have differences in, you know, the medication process and everything, but some of it is quite similar. Some of the things you said are quite interesting, you know, but two things I want to talk about statins and the expressants, you know, I can see from what you, from what you said, you know, statins, you don't, you really opposed to statins. I I have patients, you know, I've seen patients who are on statins and different types of statins, as you said, simple statins and all sorts. Now, 
question is, you know, there are, there are, because you get, it sounds like you're very anti-statin. Are there people who need statins? Because I think, you know, if you're talking about the medication process, you know, you said, you said quite a, quite similar to how it is. I've met people who are on 10, 12 medications. In my head, I think it has a lot of medications. However, that, you know, that's not my area of specialty, but I'm always trying to, even in my, you know, pursuits for i look for you know can exercise and i strongly this is something i strongly believe i think you know movement movement and nutrition are two of the things that can reverse a good amount of things you know a good amount of things you said pre-diabetic probably you need to look at it as well and i don't th- i think the nature of the way the world is now and especially a lot of medical systems is first thing we give you is medication and then we start talking about everything else we may never get right. to other things like are you moving are you eating well? Are you? First of all, you have this. You have this problem, or you may have this problem. Let's give you some drug to prevent this problem. I don't think. Right, exactly. In my, in my head, I don't think that's the most ideal way. Obviously, again, there's loads of people I who are way you. smarter than me. Probably you agree with me. It's great. I think you know. You look at someone. Someone is not moving. The person doesn't do any form of physical activity. The person doesn't eat a healthy diet. The person doesn't even. You know, it just doesn't do a lot of the things that you might think that could be helped. I don't. I think that should be. You know, in my eyes. You know. Three things, things that, you know, you may get this. Why don't we look at that first and say, how can we get you moving a bit more? Let's encourage you to move. Let's encourage you to eat a little bit better before, you know, moving on to, let's now stack up some drugs. Because when you, I think, you know, as I said before, when we started this, medication is necessary to some people. Some medications right. save you. Exactly. Absolutely. And the difference, the difference, Rook, the, the difference, Rook, is uh, the person that's pre-diabetic and the doctor is suggesting the statins. And it's that situation where you got to say, time out, doc, I need to do this a different way. If somebody is diabetic or their cholesterol numbers are clearly right. off the chart, yeah. then it's, it's a risk benefit analysis. Definitely. You know, it's, and it's individual to everybody's condition as to what is the real need. And like you said, the drugs can change lives for the better. Yeah. And a lot of them do. Absolutely. And the fact of the matter is there's a lot of personal self-reflection that goes into why is this drug in my profile? And you have to look at that risk benefit analysis and why you started taking it, how long ago it was, does that problem still exist and go from there, you know, and it's, it's, that's the antidepressants that you started taking 20 years ago for a short-term thing. There's just no reason for it to still be there. But somebody that has type one diabetes that has completely zero functioning um, insulin system that you may need some of those cholesterol meds, or you may need some of those diabetic meds, but it's always going to be on an individual basis, which is why the hope program is a one on one conversation. Okay. One thing, and quick, it's not. Uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Ahead. You know the antidepressant. Uh, you know, talking is. You know, I've seen. Um, you know, physio- physiotherapy. There is a. Uh, I say specialty of physiotherapy, which is mental health physiotherapy, and I don't mm-hmm. claim to be as in depth in that field yet. May at some point I will. 
uh, I do hope to look into more and then see the relation. But you are, I think, the, the fact that, you know, physical activity and exercise, there are studies, I've seen studies, I've done this a bit of a university as well, that show the link between, you know, movement and how that can help, you know, people with depression, anxiety, and things like, and multiple uh, mental health disorder, uh, disorders and pathologies. Now, the question is, uh, this is probably something I might have, maybe you know a bit more than me or someone else who's listening is, is screaming their head and say, oh, Farouk, no, no, no. However, do we, the question we need to ask ourselves is, do we look at, you know, movement, exercise, act, physical activity and nutrition when we're looking at all these things as well? Now, before we put on, you know, pre-medication, because I've seen a few people now, I know this is more, this is more anecdotal, this is more, you know, what I've seen, but I can always say what I've seen because I've seen the actual people who are, right. so who's exactly. been on years of medication for uh, depression and anxiety. However, it wasn't working. He, he, I've had family members saying it doesn't work. They really want them to take it off completely however you know it's a process you know weaning off medications if you're on like 100 medications oh yeah you can't you can, a lot of them you can't stop cold turkey yeah you can't yeah, stop turkey. absolutely you and if you have to be under care to get on them and under care to get off of them yeah. and the reason for that rook if you think about it um think about a dry sponge yeah sitting on your sink and you have a faucet that's got a little drip or a dribble down onto that sponge and that's what the, the, the body is the sponge and the line of drugs is the faucet. And what happens is your body can absorb a lot of drugs and the doses for these drugs are generally designed for the middle of a normal distribution curve. Yeah. And there's some people that need more and some people that need less, but the doses are designed for the masses. Yeah. So it's not an individually titrated dose. So you're just dribbling into the body, all of these drugs and the drugs are going everywhere. You know, they're going to extracellular fluid. That's the space between all the cells. It's going to adipose tissue. That's a fancy science word for fat. And it's going to, uh, it could be your liver. It could be your spleen. It could be your kidneys. Whatever that particular chemical likes, it goes to that spot in the body. And the body will suck this up and it'll use some of it, metabolize some of it, pee some of it out, hold on to some of it. But what happens over time when that sponge gets full and there's nowhere else to jam extra drug, then the sponge starts to leak. And as it leaks, that means there's drug getting dumped back into your blood system little by little. So then if you're already saturated with drug, but still the doctor says, gosh, this isn't working, let's increase the dose. What happens there? You turn up the water in an already saturated situation. And then let's say you have some trauma or something, you know, uh, there's some blood loss or there's God forbid, like a car accident or something that would be like grabbing that wet sponge and squeezing. And then all of this stuff dumps back into your system. So chronic drugs that may or may not be providing a, a providing a service to the body have to be evaluated on a regular basis yeah. because otherwise all we're doing is we're dripping stuff into that sponge and we're a ticking time bomb when somebody grabs that sponge and squeezes does that make sense i think yeah i think what you said that sounds about similar to what we're doing you know as you said it's the median curve and this varies from person to person clinician to clinician yeah. Uh, system to system, oh, society to society, you will find places where it's all you know, individual. Exactly. You find places where this, for example, this doctor or this therapist is extremely giving this uh, 
what's it called holistic that's where I, people who listen to this podcast know i love the word yep. and the idea of holistic treatment where they're looking at you and saying all right let's see what do you need what do you need what do you need as opposed to giving you as you said the median curve this is what everyone around this is what we're giving and if we just give it to you exactly. well, you might not need that much however someone else might need the more and but they're giving you who doesn't need yep. as much whereas before looking at alternatives out the other side of things and this is completely and there's bad. an easy way to tell where you lie on the spectrum also. You know, think about when you have a headache, a bad headache, and you're taking some Motrin or ibuprofen for that mm-hmm. headache. Do you take one? Do you take two? Do you take three? Do you take four? You know, someone who takes one to get rid of a bad headache is chemical sensitive because the regular dose for the masses is take two. Some people take two. Some people take three. Some people take four. It's all safe because it's an anti-inflammatory dose of four Motrins every eight hours is an anti-inflammatory to fight that inflammation. And that inflammation is what results in the pain. But the fact of the matter is that dose is for the masses. And I know people who have, uh, you know, they've gone in for surgery and the anesthesiologist, which is the guy, you know, he gets paid 10% of his money to put you to sleep and 90% of his money to wake you up. <laughs> he gives this guy anesthesia that, that, that should be enough to do the surgical procedure. And the guy that's laying on the table, they're saying, doc, I'm still feeling it. I'm still feeling it, doc. You know, and then there's others that uh, they get anesthesia and they spend four hours in the recovery room after the surgeon's are done because they have the dose and they only needed a fraction of the dose. The fact of the matter is medicine is not individualized enough to cover those basic facts about the drug products. And you go with the masses because that's what's worked for most people. And the people that are in the fringes, they suffer. You got it. Yeah. That's it. There's really that. no way around it. That's 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 the tricky part, you know. It's it's those who are the outliers, yeah. and you might be an outlier. I might be an outlier. However, I'm going to be getting those up as, as well as the masses. And if you take physiotherapy, from and that's life, why you need to be your own best advocate. You need to be educating yourself is a big one. For example, let me say this, you know, yeah. my physiotherapy. For example, now we have uh, when, we, when I see a patient and I want to give exercises or I want to give a treatment process or a treatment protocol management plan, I have to make sure that that management plan is specific to that person based off what I found in my assessment. You know, I have to make sure I'm not. But however, you will find, and this is obviously not indicative of every, this is, this is not indicative of, you know, my profession. It's, it's indicative of all professions where you find those who will just give you the blanket. They will give you uh, a preset set of exercise or a preset for something. And you might find, you know, maybe it will work, maybe it won't work, but you're gambling. You're just saying, okay, this has worked before. Maybe we'll just give it to you and maybe hopefully and hope for the best and see what see what see what happens or see what doesn't. Well, some other people will take the extra time. I like to think I'm part of that. People who take the extra time to say, what have I found and what I've assessed? What have I done and what can I give you targeted specific for you as opposed to just doing a copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste. However, you find right. sometimes copy and paste, you know, you put in the effort. Exactly. Putting that little bit of extra effort into making sure that whatever you're doing to this person as a practitioner, clinician, as a, as a drug prescriber is very specific. And I'm first, I'm one of those people who are sure people who are listening as well. I'm one of those people who, if I have a headache, I probably won't take, I probably won't take, you know, painkillers. I have back pain that I've been dealing with. I will very, very limitedly take <laughs> painkillers just because I know yeah. these you know medications will have a side effect, even, and the toxicity, sometimes it, it's, and that's what, what I'll ask you one more thing is, you know, they build up, right? Am I I'm, I'm correct? The, over time, the more you're taking, the more you are uh, just building up of that. As you said, the example you gave literally. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on the drug. 
Uh, It's different for every drug. The pharmacokinetics, which is the fancy scientific word for how the drug interacts in the individual. Yeah. You know, the pharmacokinetics, that's like how fast does it build up? How fast does it go away? What's the drug half-life and so on and so forth. All of those are individual for different people. So uh, the fact of the matter is the middle of the road dosing that most physicians will do will cover people most of the time. But then if it doesn't, you have to be your own best advocate and you have to communicate that fact with the doctor. And the difference is, you know, a headache is probably a poor example because it's so subjective. But let's talk about your back pain. Is it because of tension or is it because of you got poor posture or is it because of there's an injury that is causing chronic inflammation? And if it's not treated with anti-inflammatories, it could be non-steroidal or steroidal, you're treating that inflammation to give your cells a chance to overcome the insult and heal. So the pharmaceutical works hand in hand to eliminate what's irritating that cell so that then the cell can do what it does, what it's programmed to do, which is heal. The body has a tremendous capacity for self-healing. If it has the resources to put to it. And the fact of the matter is one of the, one of the main flaws of the human body is a side effect of breathing is producing oxidative stress. These oxygen radicals are a, they're, they're produced every single day because the mitochondria, the powerhouses of the cell make energy, but they kick out these oxygen radicals. And these oxygen radicals are like little pins and darts that poke holes in everything. And if there's not enough defense mechanism in that bucket to take care of those pins and darts, then they start hitting critical things. So you fight oxidative stress every day, but the healthier humans have plenty of that, can fight that and still heal. And if you were to take a massive antioxidant, and the best one I like is called C60 Complete by Live Longer Labs, Uh, you take that antioxidant and it helps your body fight the everyday, always present oxidative stress from breathing. And then what that does is it leaves more defense mechanism in the cellular defense mechanism bucket for healing. And your body knows what needs attention. If it's your liver, if it's your kidneys, if it's your lungs, if it's your eyes, it doesn't matter. Your body's going to go and heal the worst problem that it faces if it has the resources. And C60 Complete from Live Longer Labs can provide that resource. It's really what I think is the closest thing to the fountain of youth. It's, it's, it's made up of carbon 60, the world's best antioxidant, and it's got two natural products. It's got black seed oil and it's got curcumin. And those things, if you do some research on those, you'll find nothing but benefits from those two natural products. And in a lot of these cases where I recommend people to get off of drug products, you know, just or supplements, the, you know, the lady that I talked to that was on 12 drugs and 17 supplements. I got her to reduce, she's probably on three drugs now and only two supplements. One of those supplements is C60 complete, but that's the difference that can be made. You can, you can affect that difference just by knowing what questions to ask. And the problem is most people don't know what don't questions know, yeah. to ask. Yeah. Before you go into that, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's the ultimate, um, issue and that's the ultimate dilemma people feel we don't know what you don't know and that's the simplest you don't know if you don't yeah. know what you're supposed to. you don't know what you don't know and you can't know it because i do I, again i don't know i have all the exactly. answers i don't know everything 
some things you've said a lot actually i'll say a lot of the things you've said today i'm just like that's very interesting and now i know is that's how you go about it especially with health my own health you know i want to think i strongly believe is i need to do my own research because at the end of the day someone else is not going to know do my own research for me yeah. someone else is not going to be able to exactly make informed decisions unless i go out and seek the answers seek these questions and give myself a peace of mind now you mentioned um, i think you know the uh the oh, sorry the supplements and one of the things with supplements that uh, you know i find c60 complete supplements is you know we have there are loads of different supplements on the market now oh yeah they are yeah and you find that some of them and if you look at the science of some of these supplements is they don't do much they'll give you maybe a point something percent increase which is this this some of them are statistically right. not uh so you know this as well a lot of them go straight on through Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Literally, a lot of them go straight out. They aren't even absorbed by the body. They're not yeah. even absorbed, but they have been. Yeah, but definitely, I, I I always challenge people to do their own research. Yeah, so. they, and they yeah, don't have, uh, don't listen to me. Who am I? You know, you <laughs> you met me because you listen to Rook on a regular basis. I'm just the latest clown that he has online. You know, it's just don't listen to me. Go do yeah. your own research, and that's then it. ask me the right question, and, and I'm happy to have a conversation with them. Exactly, and that's that's one thing I looked at. You see, when you know some of them are, you know, some of it's science, science based, where you find they've done these studies exactly. It's drugs have to go through these rigorous process. While some of them are just marketing, where I can market. We talked on, you know, I had a, had uh, Jack Marsh, who is a rheumatologist specialist, physiotherapist. We were talking about I think it was glucosamine and chondroitin for, you know, for example, knee absorption. Yeah, for joints. And he found, yeah. yeah, and he found that that one is actually it's one of those ones where it really it's a it, it's like the statistical difference will be actually working may not be as high you know it's all those ones where it's personal right. basis someone finds oh it really does work for me someone else finds it doesn't work at all for me or it's but it's marketing and you know that's you, the key it's all individual <laughs> yeah and you know when you're marketing and we yeah. have to without being aware of that you know these marketing systems oh yeah gotta be aware of that they won't Absolutely. market it if it doesn't work they won't market it if they're trying to sell something to you at the end of right. the drug companies if people selling diets people selling you know fitness programs they're right. trying to sell you something and at the end of the day they're never going to say uh oh this isn't working so buy it <laughs> this, it, this thing is, is garbage so then buy it <laughs> you know what i mean they're not going to tell you something bad about yeah, their that's own absolutely product true. when they're trying to sell you their own product yeah. however so it's being aware of it yourself absolutely. now you talk about touch about your um the live long labs uh, products how uh What's the what's the what's the science behind it? What's the uh, you know the bit of techniques, the substance behind it, and how does it actually work and interact with the body to make it an actual? Uh, sure, rival? I can do that. Uh, and this is this is all available. Uh, you can go to c60complete.com and and have a listing of, of all of the research. Find out where that is and go even deeper. But uh, carbon sixty. If you yeah. Google carbon sixty, you will find hundreds of different products with carbon sixty on it. I think Live Longer Labs is the is the best because there's no solvents and it's the purest. Okay. So. Uh, some people think it doesn't work for them. They go buy something else, you know, and it's, uh, but the, the way or why it works is that it, uh, the carbon 60 squelches the oxidative stress. So any adverse effects that are going on because of oxidative stress are going to have positive effects from use of carbon 60. So, for instance, there is a, a retired OBGYN physician. Her name is Dr. Loretta Ivy. And she was having macular degeneration, which is an irreversible um, blinding of your eyes. Your field of vision goes dark slowly over time. It's like a blotch that grows and there's nothing you can do about it. There's no treatment. Well, uh, 
Dr. Loretta Ivy started using carbon 60 from Live Longer Labs, and they, they make it in oils, you know, like olive oil or avocado oil or coconut oil, and they deliver it in a jar that's supposed to last a month. Well, Dr. Ivy took a month's worth of product every week, and her eye doctor actually has documentation, the before and after, of not only halting her macular degeneration, but reversing it. And uh, I have actually told Live Longer Labs, which I'm not affiliated with. I, I do some consulting for him and I give him reports, toxicological uh, reports on his potential ingredients. But he never tells me what he's doing with it ahead of time. But uh, I've told him that he should approach pharma partners to do a clinical uh, study with his product for macular degeneration because there is no treatment for that yeah. and it wrecks lives. So, yeah, you know, and then when you start looking into black seed oil and curcumin, yeah. the natural product positive effects on people's health are endless. You type those into the NIH database and you get 25,000 hits in a fraction of a second of all the good stuff that it does. So don't listen to me definitely do your own research walk the road yourself and figure out why this particular product i call it the fountain of youth but you know we can talk long and hard about you know telomere length and and chances to live to ripe old ages and and how it helps that and you know how it provides better sleep and more energy and clearer vision and and it's it's cardioprotective which is a fancy word for protects your heart and it's hepatoprotective which is a fancy word for protects your liver you know it just goes on and on and on and on and and you know i'm just the you look at me as a sales guy, you look at me with a cross eye and you say, yeah, what is this guy trying to do? Go look for yourself. You know, I mean, that's just, I don't kill the messenger, go do the research and you'll see why it is such a great product. You know, I got both my 80 year old mom and dad on this product. Yeah. And my mom just recently had her second knee replacement surgery. She did the first one about two years ago, yeah. not on C60. She did the second one about, three quarters of a year ago on C60 and there was less pain, less inflammation, less swelling. And she progressed through her physical therapy very much significantly faster. And uh, I attribute that to the fact that the second time she was on carbon 60. So, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a personal Testament yeah, and I wouldn't, you know, I take it every day and, and I have my parents take it and it's just, uh, they think that it's helped them to maintain their, their general health and wellness through all of the craziness of 2020. <laughs> they haven't gotten anything. They've been healthy, no airborne respiratory viruses, none of that kind of stuff came into play for them. And for that, I'm thankful. Yeah, as again, you said, I said I'm good. I'm glad they 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 keeping safe as well, and they keep 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 going yeah. on. And as you said, you know, it's I think you've touched on it very well. It's at the end of the day, that's the, and that's one thing I enjoy is very much is when someone asks me if I'm giving you, for example, an exercise or particular a treatment plan, you ask me questions on it. And then you go and do a little bit of research <laughs> to give yourself that peace of mind, because at the end of the day, you know, I'm the professional, you're the professional. And you listen to what we say, you take a professional advice, but also do your own research because at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, I can, we can say this, uh, you know, I can talk about something and some people will be hard against it and they will say, no, 
not going to believe it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but then you ask, you know, why do you not, you know, do it? Have you done the research? Because if you have the research and you say you have the evidence to say, you know, what you're saying is absolutely bullshit <laughs> or absolutely BS, that's fair enough. But if you don't have that evidence, it's, it's a case of you're just going off, you know, your own personal biases without actually, as I said, you've dead do the research yourself and do a little bit of digging. It doesn't cost a lot. It doesn't take a lot of time. And we live in a world where you can find the answer to almost any question in about five seconds. So, so yeah, you can, absolutely. You can. <laughs> and then you need to be good enough to, to get the, you know, because there, the answer is presented in both a positive and a negative for yeah. every question out there. Yeah. And you got to figure out which one is the best right answer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things I learned a lot with and uh, close with this in a sense is that, when we were doing physiotherapy, we learned how to, you know, evaluate research dissertation-wise. I think most bachelor's degrees do that. You, you've probably done more evaluation research <laughs> by far, you know, with your PhD <laughs> and everything, I can imagine. And it's oh, yeah. how to uh, differentiate when something is heavily biased, you know, for example, I always, I always like, I always found this very interesting. I'll say this, you know, when, for example, a drug company, let me say, or Coke is, did a study or any, any, I'm just using Coke as an example, any doing a study, and they're funding the study, most of the time you'd find that the answer of that study heavily favors them. <laughs> They've done studies. They're not going to release the studies if it doesn't favor them. I wouldn't, as you said before, I wouldn't, you know, try to sell a product and do a study and then they come back and say, your product is actually garbage. And then I'll be like, yeah, you go, everyone. Here's my product to show it's garbage, but still go buy this yeah, thing. Exactly. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's a flavoring or a shading of whoever bought the study. You're exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I would want it to be, to, to benefit me. If it doesn't benefit me, but just going to push down to the table and, you know, yeah, someone until someone finds it but yeah thank <laughs> yeah <laughs> well great absolutely well i certainly enjoyed being on the show rook and uh if your listeners have a, a keen interest and want to dive deeper in any of the subjects we covered happy to come back and do it oh yeah definitely sure we'll have you back on the podcast very <laughs> in no time to ask a few questions and answer a few of my questions but thanks again a lot for coming on the podcast dr joe and can you tell us where to find you can you tell listeners uh, where they can find you any sure trying to my website is superior toxicology.com and on that you can find the hope program and on that, you can find the, the C60 complete product. And on that, eventually, you'll be able to find all of my wellness tips. I don't know that it's there yet. I haven't checked my website since <laughs> I went on holiday. And uh, then uh, if, you, if that's too hard, just Google Dr. Joe for hope and you will find me. Don't worry, it's brilliant. I'll also put uh, I'll put the links in the description as well uh, to your website as well as wherever else anyone can find you just so they know. But thank you a lot. Uh, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Some very interesting things I've learned today. I can't even say I'm probably going to be going over this podcast, the transcripts, looking at them like, what? He said this, he said that. <laughs> I'm going to be looking at this and like, oh, let me know more as well because I just love to know stuff about health. You know, I'm a fidget therapist. But thanks again. Appreciate you coming on. And hope everyone has a good day. Until next time on the Rooksell Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. And as always, if you have any questions or any remarks on anything you want to know regarding each of the podcast episodes, feel free to reach out at Rooks Health on all social media platforms and check the description for more details on uh, today's guests. But till next week on the Rooks Health Podcast. <laughs>